So we pick up on the bottom of Daf Mem, Amabet 40b. Uh, we had quoted a brighter. Uh, we'd mentioned that the, uh, well, actually, actually, go back a little bit and, and, and just see. We said uh, th- there was an opinion uh, just at the top of Mem, Amabet, uh, which said, uh, Rabbi Lazar <coughs> said that Shvit, uh, we deconsecrate Shvit. Uh, on to uh, uh, by way of, of buying it, you can't uh, deconsecrate it the way you normally uh, deconsecrate, for example, an animal whereby you can just say uh, that uh, you just redeem it, you verbally redeem it. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan said uh, you can uh, redeem, both redeem uh, and uh, the payrot shvit, uh, as well as uh, uh, purchase one from the other. He said you can do both. And we went backwards and forwards and we quoted a brighter uh, like... Um, the first opinion, Rabbi uh, Elazar, uh, w- which says if you have, uh, a, it says if you have uh, fruit, uh, you can buy fish, and then you can uh, buy, you know, exchange it for meat, and exchange it for uh, wine, exchange it for oil, and uh, and that, uh, and, and by, the, by the fact that you say exchange it, it means that it has to be done via a purchase. That was the brighter that supported Rabbi Elazar, and then we finished off yesterday uh, with Rabbi Yochanan's opinion, uh, which said that uh, you can. Deconsecrate uh, Shvit produce uh, and Maaser Shani, uh, which we'll discuss a bit more. Uh, you can deconsecrate it onto uh, animals, uh, both uh, both uh, uh, you know, l- l- uh, domesticated animals, wild animals, uh, birds, uh, whether they are alive uh, or dead. Uh, that was Rabbi Meir's opinion. The rabbi said, no, uh, as long as they are dead, uh, you can. Uh, 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 deconsecrate uh, them, uh, and if it was, uh, you know, on on on, on live animals, uh, you couldn't uh, do that, okay? Uh, because Gazara Shema Yigdal Mahim Adarim, because otherwise uh, you're going to raise flocks with them, and uh, and Maaser Shani uh, you meant to eat within a a, a year, and uh, and you shouldn't really keep it beyond a year, and if you've got a flock, well then you'll be uh, it's an encouragement for you to keep it uh, for a long period of time and also when it comes to Shvit there it will be at the time of Bir where you have to as we discussed yesterday Machloket Rambam and uh, other Rishonim Rambam says you have to actually literally destroy uh, that produce other uh, rabbis say that you could just uh, make it ownerless. Okay so in all of those cases uh, you, not, you shouldn't uh, raise, raise uh, flocks uh, of these animals. So we continue uh, with, that, uh, with that last opinion uh, and the machloket between Rabbi Meir and the rabbis, uh, and it says, "Amar Rav, machloket bezacharim." Rav says, "Actually, uh, we are only talking about male animals uh, between uh, Rabbi Meir and the rabbis, uh, specifically male animals uh, that you can do it with." Uh, then. Aval uh, but when it comes to female animals, divrakol shkutin mitchalalin, you can only redeem it on uh, shechted animals, okay, uh, and and not chayin ein mitchalalim gazera shemiyigdal bahem adarim, and not on live animals because there is this uh, worry and concern that you are going to uh, raise flocks from them, and as we said. Uh, um, uh, use the uh, uh, you know get benefit beyond uh, that certain time period. Okay, so uh, that was just all uh, Rabbi uh, the, um, the uh, Rabbi Yochanan's opinion, uh, which you can do chilo. Uh, you can uh, uh, do. Uh, deconsecrated as well as said as 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 sell it. Okay, so that was really uh, the the 
uh, you know, showing both sides, because we said both sides, uh, both Rebbe uh, um, Yochanan as well as Rebbe Lazar had uh, uh, support from a brighter, and we quoted both those brightots. Okay, uh, and now I'm a Rav Ashi. So Rav Ashi says, Makloket bepri rishon. Rav Ashi further qualifies the dispute. He says the Makloket is only uh, with the uh, original uh, fruit itself. Okay, the pre rishon, uh, the first idea. Uh, not the first idea. The first uh, set of original set of fruits. Aval bepri shani. Once it has been deconsecrated, uh, the shvit produce has been deconsecrated. Actually, as we said, the shvit produce always remains uh, holy. Uh, we had that yesterday from the, the, the word that says it has to be uh, always in its state uh, which uh, meant that it, it always remains holy but we're talking here about that second degree uh, transfer that we did uh, it doesn't make a difference uh, whether you, uh, you, you can deconsecrate it or you could sell it Okay, uh, and uh, that's it. So everyone agrees, uh, or, you know, and, and the fact that Pagatani Lakach Lakach, that first brighter that we mentioned uh, uh, outside today, but uh, it was we were close to the end of yesterday's sure where we said uh, you purchased the uh, the fish and then the meat and then the wine and then the oil, uh, etc. And he used the word Lakach uh, every time. Uh, it means that is only talking about uh, you know the the, the secondary uh, produce and not. Uh, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't uh, prove anything. It says, "Adi detana visa lakach." The the fact that he used the first time has to be done via a lakicha, via some kind of uh, financial transaction, some kind of purchase, uh, etc. So tana nami sefer lakach. Uh, he says even the secondary things uh, he teaches the meat and the fish and then, and then you know onwards uh, the wine and the oil he used that same word but it could be uh, that he just uh, did verbal deconsecration that's Rav Ashi's view Eitvei uh, Ravina Ravina doesn't like that Eitvei Ravina Le Rav Ashi he attacks Rav Ashi on that Me Shiaishlo because there is the following uh, statement uh, if you've got a coin of uh, uh, a coin that has got the holiness of Shvit on it now obviously uh, to to say that the the coin uh, has to have secondary uh, degree uh, Shvit on it because uh, as the statement goes money doesn't grow on trees so this can't be a a, a, a first degree thing so it has to be a second degree um, holiness thing. Uh, so if you've got a coin of Shvit, uh, and you want to buy a, an item uh, of, of, of clothing uh, with it, uh, as we said, uh, you, 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 want, you want the clothing. The problem is, if you go and uh, purchase it, uh, you're going to be in violation of the, uh, uh, the issue of, of, of Shvit. Uh, because uh, it, it's going to go beyond the time of beer. You don't want the, the shirt uh, to last uh, just a few months and then have to, to destroy it. You want to last a few years. So basically, uh, how do you get out of uh, that uh, situation? Kate said, what do you do? Uh, you go to someone 
uh, a shopkeeper uh, with whom you are familiar, uh, and you say to him, listen, you know, listen, my pal, uh, give me a, a seller's worth of, of fruit, uh, and he gives it to him. Um, and uh, okay, so that, that's good. Uh, so you're getting this in inverted commas, free fruit. Uh, and then, and you return and you say to him, uh, that what you do, uh, sorry, f- firstly, um, uh, you give me the fruits, uh, and it says, uh, you have to give him the money. So you give him the money, and he gives you the fruits. So now, uh, he's holding uh, a payrot, uh, which, you know, he's, he, you've bought uh, with this money, right? So you've given it to him, uh, and he gives him the fruits. So that now the fruit has got the money. Uh, the money becomes deconsecrated, because uh, now the holiness of the money goes on to the fruit. Okay, so that's, you, you've done the first level transaction. Because they're from our law. And then you go back to him. Uh, and you say to him, actually, uh, listen to me, yeah, I'm giving you this fruit as a gift. So you uh, return uh, the fruit as a gift uh, to this, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the shopkeeper, okay, uh, matana. Uh, and he says, oh, you know, that's, that's so nice of you. I'll also give you a gift. Yeah, he has a seller uh, back as a present. You know, I'm, I'm going to give you a seller back as a present. Okay, so, so, so what you've done, you've um, taken uh, the money, you've deconsecrated the money onto Shviet fruit, you've given the Shviet fruit back to the shopkeeper. He's now holding uh, produce with uh, Schmitter holiness on it. He's just got to be aware of that because uh, you've got to treat it with the, the correct respect and deal with it properly. But your coin has been deconsecrated. Okay. And obviously, uh, as we said, you know, this is... Uh, um, uh, th- this is a uh, payrot shiny, uh, and uh, it, it obviously, you know, the money uh, was already uh, a second degree thing. The payrot shiny, who v'katani, derek mechachin, derek hilolo. It says you have to, you know, if you have to, if you have to purchase it, uh, yes, uh, and and uh, you know, and uh, you redeem it, you can't do right. Uh, that's that, that's that's what it says. So you know, surely uh, it, it, it disproves from here. Rav Ashi's contention that anything after the second thing you could have just uh, deconsecrated you could have just said okay well I'm deconsecrating this onto the fruits why do you have to have this whole complicated uh, backwards and forwards uh, with a shopkeeper okay Amar Rav Ashi so Rav Ashi changed his mind as it were he says no uh, even when it comes to uh, secondary fruits uh, it says that that is where they argue Aval Pri Rishon he reframes the argument he says says, when it comes to the original uh, fruits, Divrakol, Derek Mechach, in Derek Hilo So now we go back to, to what we'd had. We'd said that, that earlier, Brata, Rabbi Yochanan's Brata, where it said, Lakach, 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 was being, uh, uh, you know, tr- true to its word. It wasn't just using the, wor- um, uh, using the first phrase and repeating it uh, because it had used the first phrase. No, he was being specific. You have to do it via Lakicha. Uh, and the question is, uh, you know, here, so, the, but the first one, uh, he would say even um, 
uh, Rabbi Yochanan would agree that has to that, that you have to do it via a sale uh, and not uh, via just standard deconsecration. And that that it taught uh, that applies both to the seventh year uh, produce and for Masushani, uh, it must be talking about the money uh, of of Shvit. Okay, on you know that you deconsecrate it onto this animal. Uh, that's what it's talking about. It was Rabbi Yochanan had, had said that Brata, uh, you can deconsecrate it onto uh, animals, and the question was, well, you know, what type of animals? And Rabbi Meir said, live, dead, uh, dead domesticated, undomesticated, you know, and, and birds. Uh, that was Rabbi Meir's thing. And the rabbi said, no, uh, you know, and that discussion that we started off with, they have to be. Um, f- uh, dead animals. They, they can't be live animals. They have to be shechted. Okay, and uh, the Gemara backs this assertion up because uh, it might have been uh, in the back of your mind, if you wouldn't have said the following thing, Maser, Maser, Mamish, do you really think that you could deconsecrate uh, uh, original Maser Shani produce uh, onto an animal? You can't do that. Fakativ, Pasuk in Re'eh says, Vatsarcha Kesef Beyadecha. Uh, you should uh, uh, bind the coins in your hand. And what does that mean? It means that you have to use physical money, and the money actually has to have a form. Uh, you can't use uh, an unminted coin, a uh, slug of, of, uh, of, of silver. Uh, for that, we learn that out in other places. Uh, it means that you have to use actual money uh, to deconsecrate the master. Shani, Ella. It must be talking about you uh, had some fruit, uh, you deconsecrated onto money, and with that money, uh, you then deconsecrated that uh, onto a, uh, uh, you know, whether you deconsecrated onto a shechted animal uh, or a, a live animal, that was a machloket. Uh, but you, couldn't nev- you could never uh, deconsecrate maasoshani uh, fruit uh, onto another animal. That's, uh, that's, that's impossible, live, dead, or anything. It's only money. So it must be talking... Uh, it, it proves from here uh, that the same way Maser uh, couldn't be deconsecrated onto anything except money, and now we're talking about a secondary uh, consecration or, or uh, deconsecration, uh, that, that must be uh, a swap over of things. So, so to here, uh, the same way with sweets, it can't be uh, the original fruit that we're talking about, it must be the uh, secondary uh, fruit that we are talking about. Okay, that is the end of our discussion for now about Schwitz. And now we move on. Uh, into uh, exactly uh, what we do. Berishona, uh, Shiva. On on this uh, during the the time of the Beit Hamikdash, uh, the lulav was taken in the temple uh, for seven days. Uh, you know, and then later on, etc. etc. It quotes all the four uh, species, and it says, You should uh, rejoice. Uh, in front of Hashem for seven days. Okay, and uh, and that Lifnei Hashem uh, is in the Beit Hamikdash. Uh, so for seven days, uh, it is a Dorata uh, uh, mitzvah to rejoice in front of Hashem. You do it Shivat Yamim Mimikdash Shiva Medina in the provinces, which. Uh, most opinions say outside the temple. Uh, it's the Rambam, I think, that has got uh, an interesting view where he says, actually, uh, the uh, the you know exactly where the Jerusalem itself uh, is uh, the, uh, the, the the got the status of the Mikdash or not, uh, you know, and that's. Uh, um, 
you know, Rashi, Ritva, uh, it's, uh, uh, Vajra Bartanura all say uh, that it is like the rest of the country, the Rambam uh, and uh, uh, and the, the Sefer Misfit Katan, the, the Smak, uh, say that actually, uh, it, you know, it's uh, the Jerusalem the, the itself uh, would, uh, you know, would, would be included. Anyway, uh, whichever way we go on that, Yom uh, So the rest of the, the, the country, except for a specific area, either Jerusalem and the temple, or just uh, the temple, you take it just for one day. However, Mishakarav Beit Hamikdash. Once the Beit Hamikdash was destroyed, Hitkin Rabban Yochanan ben Zakkai. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai uh, made a takana, uh, and uh, uh, this the decree. Uh, he said that Shiyei Lulav Nital b'Medina Shiva Zeichel Hamikdash. He said that uh, the Lulav should be taken for seven days uh, outside uh, the Beit. Let's call it just the Beit Hamikdash. Um, seems to be the majority opinion. So in the rest of that area, you take it for seven days. Uh, that was uh, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai's institution. And the day of waving. Okay, what is that? Uh, that is the, the Omer. Okay, on the, on the 16th of Nisan, uh, you are allowed to eat Chadash, uh, you're allowed to eat uh, new produce, and um, uh, the the new wheat uh, and uh, of or in this case uh, new barley uh, as well. There's probably not much wheat uh, lying around, but you would be allowed to eat uh, produce uh, that grew. Uh, uh, you know, f- from the old crop after you bring the Omer offering, okay, and uh, and and uh, until you've done the Omer uh, offering, and uh, normally, so in, in the times of the Beit Hamikdash, uh, that uh, what what you would be allowed to do is eat it um, uh, from the uh, after the Omer was offered, and the Omer was offered uh, in the morning. Okay. However, uh, you know what happens if you're sitting outside the Beit Hamikdash uh, and you are far away from uh, the Beit Hamikdash. Uh, so what, uh, you know, so, so what they said was that uh, what you had to wait was the whole of the 16th. You couldn't do it uh, and couldn't try estimate it. You know, maybe from now uh, the the temple that's been offered in the temple and worked it out. They say no, the whole day. Uh, of uh, of the 16th was forbidden. Okay, uh, the temple once the temple was destroyed, uh, there was no Omer offering. Uh, in theory, you could should be allowed to eat it on the 16th because that's uh, would be the day uh, that. Um, uh, you know, it would be allowed. Uh, you know, because there's no Omer offering, you could eat it straight away. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai said, "No, uh, what you have to do is uh, uh, still uh, that grain. You'd, it would, wouldn't be allowed. The new grain wouldn't be allowed until uh, the 17th. Okay, and uh, it says Zecher Lemikdash. Also, it says uh, to remind is to remind us of the Beit Hamikdash. Minalan the Avdinan Zecher Lemikdash. How do you know the concept of Zecher Lemikdash?" He says uh, the concept of uh, to remembering the temple. Am Rabbi Yochanan da Amakra. The pasuk says ki ale ele arucha lecha be makotayich. Right? I will uh, uh, I will give you uh, back your your health erpecha and I will heal you no mashem. Okay, uh, of your you know makotecha erpecha. I will heal you of your wounds. Okay. Um, uh, um, Hashem says Hashem ki nedacha kariyulach. You have been called, uh, you know, pushed aside, uh, and uh, it says Tion he derash ein la. 
uh, and, and there's Tion, and there's no one uh, doing Drisha after her. There's no one that's seeking uh, Tion. There's Pasuk in Yirmiyah, uh, and the fact is that it says, uh, no one is seeking after Yushalayim, Doresh Ein La, Michlal, Dabaya, Derisha. Uh, it must be that uh, people, you know, you need to institute things um, to remind you of the, the Beit HaMikdash. Okay, so you have other laws, uh, for example, um, uh, putting ashes on the, uh, the head of a chatan, uh, leaving a uh, brick in your house uh, or an area in your house not fully finished, uh, etc. Uh, we also have that, it's also called Zeche Lemigdash. However, when the Gemara discusses those types of things, uh, it, it, it uses a different pasuk. It says, im ish, im right? Uh, you're breaking a glass under the chuppah, etc. So we see that uh, it quotes a different pasuk in Rav Soloveitchik, uh, I think it is, who says uh, about that uh, there is a concept of really, at, uh, remembering the destruction uh, of uh, the, the, the temple. And that's uh, things to do with mourning and to remind us that we haven't got the bad amigdash and it's a source of sadness uh, for us, um, as opposed to this, which actually is a happy thing. Zechel amigdash reminds us of, of the happy things, the way the Beit amigdash uh, used to be, and we, we yearn uh, for it to, uh, to be that way. So it's a slightly uh, different take on it, a more positive um, uh, looking hopeful uh, type of way of doing it. Okay, uh, going back, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we, we uh, go back just to the statement uh, of uh, the, the waving, the, the Yom Hanaf, uh, the day of waving of the Omer, uh, my timer. What is the reason uh, for such a thing? Mahare ben Abayt Migdash, the Beit Migdash should be uh, rebuilt uh, very soon. Okay, Yomru, and what will people say? Eshtakad milu achla beir mizrach. Last year we ate uh, the new grain uh, as soon as the the the, the, you know, the, the day broke. Okay, as soon as uh, uh, the, the the sky started uh, lighting up. Hashnami nechol, and uh, and this year we're also going to eat it. So they said, oh, we remember what we did last year, uh, and we ate it. The first thing on the 16th, and this this year will also. Vedna, no, we done it. The Ishtakaid, the law have a la back to Midrash. And last year, they'll see they didn't rem- they didn't uh, put two and two together. That uh, last year, the reason that only reason you could eat uh, on the door or you know dawn on the 16th was because there was no bad Midrash here, Mizrach Hitir, and that's why the the lighting up of the of the sky uh, of the east eastern sky allowed them to eat the new crop. Okay, Hashda Dika Beit Hamikdash, but now there's a Beit Hamikdash or made. Uh, Omer matter. It's the Omer uh, that you have to bring the new the new sacrifice that you have to bring, and that is uh, allows you to the grain to become permitted. So the Gemara says, well, hold on one sec. Exactly when is the temple uh, going to be rebuilt? And people are going to uh, get confused uh, with this. Ilayma dibane mishitzar. If you say it's built actually only on the on the 16th of uh, Nisan itself, the day after you know Pesach, it's going to be a uh, you know, it says, you know, in Nissan we will be redeemed, in Nissan in future we will be redeemed. So, you know, that's uh, one view. Uh, so it's going to be built on the, on the 16th, right? Um, if that's the case, uh, but it was only going to be built during the day. 
have a hitir ir mizrach. Then you actually write the, the because there was no omer brought uh, on the, from the night before. Uh, then uh, the, the the lighting of the sky uh, of the eastern sky does do that. Okay, ella So it must be that it was built on the fifteenth uh, of Nisan or earlier, which the fifteenth of Nisan is actually first day Pesach. So we'll get to that. Uh, but mechatzot v'halan tishri. So so then uh, you know on an earlier day. It's so uh, you know, so at least from Khatsot uh, it should be allowed, okay, because uh, there is a principle uh Vatanan, it was learnt in Manachot, Harochokin, Mutarin, Mikatsota Yom Velhalan. it says Lefish Ain Baitin, Mitatlinbo. from Khatsot you could go and eat. When the Bayna Migdash was around, uh, you could even eat the grain from Khatsot uh, time, uh, because we know that the Baitin is not going to be messing around. The Baitin will make sure that uh, you go and um, actually um, bring the Omer, they're not going to delay it. Okay? Lord Tricha, the Ibana Belayla. So, Belaylia, it will be built uh, during the night, uh, on the night of the 16th. Inami, Samaklish uh, or, you know, uh, even uh, maybe on the, on the 15th, you know, right before uh, sunset. So, you know, that, that's, it's going to be a bit of a delay. Uh, some discussion, you're not supposed to build the temple at night, uh, and you're not supposed to build the temple, obviously, on Yom Tov, uh, but maybe it, uh, the temple comes down, uh, as we say in Nachem, uh, that the temple will be rebuilt with fire. Uh, so, you know, maybe the temple came down at specifically at that time. Anyway, um, so, uh, and what's going to happen is uh, it's going to be, there's not going to be time uh, to complete everything by that, uh, by noon the next day. You're busy worrying about the Benamidash and only bringing the Omer much later on in the day. So, Rav Nachman, by Yitzchak Amra, he says, No, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, Bashitat Rabbi Yehuda Amra. No, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was, uh, uh, even though Rabbi Yehuda lived later than him, he was uh, saying what, uh, what Rabbi Yehuda would say later. Dama, Minatora Huda Asur. Uh, the, from the Torah, it's actually forbidden. Dictive ad etim hayomaze. Until the the middle, uh, of, you know, until the etim of that day, uh, and, until the the uh, the etim of the yom, uh, until that the. the the, that, that same day, right? Uh, until the etzim, which means the, the whole day. Ad itzimo shalyom, until the essence of, of the day. In other words, ad uh, itzimayom means the, the whole day, really. That's, that's what it means. Kasava ad, vad biklal. Ad means up until and including. So in, in other words, uh, even from the, from, the, from the Torah, you can work out that ad uh, 16th means the whole day of the 16th, until the end of the 16th. Uh, it says, Rumi um, like, is that really true? Does Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka really hold that opinion? He, he surely he disagrees with it. Detanya, uh, as we learned in the Brat, Mishra Karabet Migdash, Hidkin Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka, Hanof. As we saw in a it says, once the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai uh, did a, a takana, right, a hitkin. Uh, he made a decree that it should be uh, the whole, forbidden for the whole day. Uh, so surely, uh, you know, a decree is not, you know, th- that's the decree. Uh, it's not from the Pasuk. You know, so surely from the Torah it is asukative. As we explained, uh, the whole day, ad, 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 ad
the essence of the day. So surely he disagrees. No, Rabbi Huda, Huda Katai. No, it's Rabbi Huda who made a mistake uh, about that. Who Sava Midrabanan Kama? He thought that it was only rabbinical uh, that he was saying that. Velohi Midorata to Kama Hi. Sorry, so he says, no, really, Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakai actually holds it is Dorata. Uh, but now our problem is, Kama Leva Hitkin. So what about he made a decree? No, what does that mean? Kama Hitkin Kama. Says in my hitkin darash vehitkin. No, that means that's how he he uh, interpreted what the Torah was saying, and that's why he made that decree. So it's the whole day of the sixteenth. All right. Mishnah, Yom Tov Rishon, Shal Chag, Shakali Yot Shabbat. What happens on the, on, if the first day of Sukkot uh, falls on Shabbat? Okay, and you're not allowed to carry uh, your lulav through the public area. Uh, so uh, all the people, uh, if the people know that first day is going to fall on Shabbat, uh, what do you do? Call Ha'am, Molichin, et lulavahim, Lebeta Knesset. Everyone brings their uh, lulav to the shul. Okay, so, you know, this is, uh, uh, you know, that uh, because you can't, carry it so therefore you have to take it um to the shul beforehand. Then the next day they would wake up very early and come to shul. Everyone would recognize his own lulav. He would have some kind of marker on it, one would assume, and he would take it. Because on the first day of Yontav, a person is, uh, doesn't fit his obligation. Uh, with his friends Lulav. Vasharim Motachaga ever on the other days of the festival. Adam Yutay, Yudai Kavato, Bululavo, Shal Kavero. You can um, uh, use your friends Lulav uh, because of the Pasuk, as we know, Lachem, as we're going to discuss. Okay. Rabbi Yosiyomer, Yom Tibrishon, Shalchag, Shakaliot Shabbat. What happens on Shabbat? Vashakach Vyotzi, et Lulav Loshutarabim. What happens uh, if you walk out with your Lulav, right? Uh, you, 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 you forget about what's going on and you walk out with your lulav to Rishut Tarabim Patur you're taking it out uh, with permission it was not really permission because you're not supposed to take it as we said however um, uh, you are preoccupied uh, with it you're so uh, you know, happy that, that Sukkot has come uh, that you're going to now take your lulav alright so the Gemara says Minani where do we know uh, that you don't fulfill your obligation with your friends lulav as we learned in the Brata uh, you should take it on the first day. Uh, it means that uh, it, uh, it means that it lakachtem uh, means that everyone should take their own lulav. Uh, and it says lachem lakachtem lachem. You should take for yourself. It has to belong to you, as we've had the drosha uh, many times. Uh, to exclude a borrowed one and a stolen one, as our first mission of this peric uh, said about that. Uh, and uh, from there, uh, the rabbis uh, said, Whatever uh, how do you fulfill your obligation? The person has to give it to you for a matana. Uh, okay, he has to give it to you as a uh, as a gift. Uh, okay, so Masi, now we have a little story. Barabban Kamlel, Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah, Rabbi Akiva, these four great rabbis, Shayu Bain Besvina, they were on a ship. Voraya Lulav, no one had a Lulav, Ella Rabbi Rabban Gamliel Bivad, only he had a Lulav. Shakob, Elev Zuz, he bought it for a thousand Zuz. And at law, 
Rabban Gamliel v'yatsabo. He took it and he fulfilled his obligation with it. Natalu Rabbi Akiva Yehoshua b'matani. He gave it to Rabbi Yehoshua as a gift, not law. Rabbi Yehoshua v'yatsabo. Rabbi Yehoshua took it and fulfilled it. Uh, he took it menatnol. Rabbi Elazar ben Azari. He gave it to Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria b'matana as a gift, not law. Uh, Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria. Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria took it v'yatsabo. Uh, he fulfilled his obligation with it, not law. Matana. Rabbi Akiva. He gave it as a gift to Rabbi Akiva, not law. Rabbi Akiva. Uh, he took it and he gave it back. Uh, he fulfilled it, his mitzvah, and he gave it back to Rabban Gamliel. So, Lamali Lamitni Lachazro, why do I have to say that he returned it uh, to Rabban Gamliel? Uh, the whole point is that uh, you get it as a gift, you can fulfill your own obligation uh, with it. No, it's coming to tell you something, by the way. Okay, matana alpni almanat lachazir shma matana. Matana that you give on the condition that you give it back uh, is considered a proper gift, uh, even if you stipulate from uh, the get-go that uh, it's going to be returned. Uh, it's still fully the person's uh, when he uses it, uh, and uh, and and he can use it. But he can't take it uh, afterwards. Uh, if you didn't return it, then he would not uh, fulfil his obligation. Kiad amarava. Uh, uh, as Rava said, uh, here is the etrog uh, on condition that you return it to me. Not uh, law You go and you uh, you fulfil your obligation with it. Uh, if you if you do do it and you do return it, well then you have fulfilled your mitzvah. Uh, uh, but if not, uh, if you don't return it, well then it's like a stolen etrog, and you have not fulfilled your obligation. You never acquired it in the first place uh, at all. Uh, fleshing out the rest of the story, Lamali, why do you have to tell me that he bought it for elef zuz, for a thousand zuz? No, uh, you know, a thousand zuz uh, is an incredible amount of money uh, to spend. and just shows how precious and beloved the mitzvot uh, were for them. All right, uh, the next little bit. Um, uh, talks about Amarav Ama Elay Mar Baramaima Laravashi, Samar Baramaima, Shetu Ravashi, to also show the love for Mitzvot. Abba Tsului Kamatale Bay. My father used to hold the Lulav in his hands uh, while he davened, uh, you know, to show how much he loved the Mitzvah. Mitzvah, <coughs> is that really so? Loyo Chazadam Tfilin Biado, Besefer Torah Bekeko, a person not allowed to hold. Uh, tefillin in his hand or a Torah scroll uh, in his arm with palal uh, and pray uh, uh, because you know you're worried that you're gonna to, to drop it, you know, you're going to drop it, you're going to get distracted and, and drop it, uh, or that you're not going to be able to pray because you're holding on it uh, so tight. Volo yashtin bahem, mine, and you're not allowed to, uh, you know, uh, you, uh, you go to the bathroom, pass water uh, with them, you know, uh, with them in your hand, obviously. Uh, it says, Volo yashan bahem, lo shana keva, lo shana tarai, and when you're wearing tefillin, you shouldn't sleep with them in your hand. Uh, or not even wearing tefillin, uh, even when you're holding tefillin, uh, you should not sleep either a deep sleep or a casual sleep, a brief nap, uh, because you're worried you're going to drop them. And Amashmu, and Shmuel says, Sakin kara kikar umaot. If you've got a knife, a bowl full of food, a loaf of bread or money, hare elu yatsabahim. It's um, 
you are, you know, they kuyotse uh, by him. It's similar to the things you mentioned above. In other words, you should not uh, hold them while you're davening because you 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 worried, uh, that, you know, you, because you worried that you'll drop them, uh, you will be distracted. You won't be able to concentrate on your davening. So surely the same thing would be with a lulav. Hatam lav mitzvah ninhu v'tarid bahu. Those things, the 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 knife and the and the food and and the money, etc. Uh, you're not, uh, you're not, um, you know, they're not a mitzvah, uh, and therefore you, uh, you know, will be uh, worried about them. Hacha mitzvah, you know, nitnu v'lo taribu. So interesting, it says, yeah, it's it's a. Yeah, it's a mitzvah, so you won't be worried about it. The other way of looking at it is to say, actually, you will be so worried about it, like like a, a joy for you to, to have it, and therefore you won't, it won't distract you from your prayers. Anyway, Tanya, uh, this is what the, the people of Jerusalem used to do. A person used to walk around with his lulav and etrog in his hand. He used to walk to shul with, his, with it in his hand. When he would uh, say Shema and Davin, so would uh, Davin with it. Uh, they would uh, pray with it, Kriyat uh, Shema and uh, Davining with it. The Lulav His Lulav would be in his hand. Kareba Torah. You would read the Torah. However, when you read the Torah, when you said Kapav, and you lift your hands to do Brikat Kanim, Manicho Al Gabe Karka. You have to put it on the floor. Uh, because when you're reading the Torah, uh, you you need your you know you need to be fully concentrated, and also uh, when you're uh, raising your hands, uh, then uh, you have to put it on the floor. Uh, when you go, however, to uh, uh, visit uh, sick people, uh, and we do nichum avelim, even though and uh, when you comfort mourners, obviously there is no mourning on the actual festival itself, but you're just going past your friend uh, who's unfortunately lost. Uh, someone close to him, lulav, uh, then you can hold your lulav uh, and uh, back in their hands. Uh, however, when you go to the Beit HaMidrash uh, to, to, to learn, uh, basically you send your lulav home, uh, either with your, with your son or your slave or some, some person that your agent that you appoint uh, to, to take it home for you, because obviously you can't be distracted while you're learning. So we see that uh, uh, you in all of these places um that you you can uh, hold the lulav when you pray. It, it could even be that it would be an inspiration to you because you're so happy with the lulav. Uh, you're doing a mitzvah, and that could actually even bring you closer uh, to to Hashem because you you're holding the lulav in your hand, as opposed to the other things. Even uh, while holding your tefillin, uh, it's, uh, holding your tefillin is not a mitzvah. Holding the sefer Torah is not a mitzvah, and it could actually be a distraction to you. Obviously, those other things, <coughs> the knife and the plate of food and the money, <coughs> uh, etc., uh, the bread. Uh, all of that uh, could be a distraction to you, worried it's going to fall, and therefore it will distract you from your prayers. Anyway, the Gemara just asked, "My Kamash Malan, why are you telling me all of these different things? Uh, what the day, you know, the whole day? Lodiacha Kama Hayu to teach you uh, that how uh, close they were to this mitzvah, how much they loved uh, doing the mitzvot, uh, and uh, and to teach you the same way as we learned with Rabban Gamliel, uh, how excited he was about the lulav uh, that he spent a thousand zuz on it, which is approximately eight months uh, worth of um 
a, uh, a wages uh, of, uh, of a normal uh, laborer. So to see how excited he was about that. We also teach you, uh, he bought the lulav still, uh, so to teach you how much, uh, you know, how, how, how you cherish the mitzvah. So to hear the people of Jerusalem, uh, we teach you, uh, we, it, it shows you how much they cherish the mitzvah. Okay, uh, we will leave it there, uh, and tomorrow we'll pick up uh, with that discussion, the final duff, actually, in uh, in our masechet, uh, in, in our chapter uh, over here, uh, teaching us uh, of, of uh, about, uh, you know, how what happens, you know, taking the lulav out uh, into Rashut Harabim, uh, it says that you were preoccupied, uh, you know, you did it with Rashut, uh, and, you know, what explaining what that is. In the meantime, everyone should have a great day.